Hi friends, this is episode 61 of Key Ministry, the podcast, and I'm your host today, Sandra Peoples. In this episode, we're talking about outreach events. August is the perfect time to start thinking about events you want to add to your calendar in the fall and the winter. I'll share five purposes of outreach events, nine questions to ask as you plan, and eight outreach ideas to consider. Now, you don't have to remember all of it. Everything that I'm going to list is going to be in the show notes at keyministry.org slash the podcast. But I wanted to make sure you had all the information possible as you plan for the events in the upcoming seasons. So first, let's talk about why we need to do outreach events that specifically target people with disabilities and special needs families. Because special needs families are less likely to attend church than a typical family, we see special needs families as an unreached people group. And like missionaries, we can take the go and engage approach instead of just come and see. In Matthew 9, it says when he, that's Jesus, saw the crowds, he had compassion for them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. If Jesus walked among us today, he would have compassion on special needs families. The functional and social obstacles of disability often leave us feeling harassed and helpless. But there is hope, and outreach events help special needs parents have access to the hope we find in Jesus. So first, let's talk through five purposes of outreach events because they can have different purposes, different goals. The first one is to bless the families that attend your church. You could you could do an outreach event that is specifically for the families in your church and then any families that they want to invite. It could be to reach new families. You could focus on families in the community that you want to bring in. You could, number three, provide a service to the community. So it may be kind of a like a resource fair or something that provides a service to lots of special needs families in your area. The fourth goal is to foster relationships between parents. So if you want that to be a goal, you need to add in time that the parents can talk to each other and meet each other and share encouragement and resources with each other. And then, of course, the fifth purpose of an outreach event is to share the gospel or to show the love of Jesus to special needs families in your area. So as you are planning an outreach event, think through those five purposes and figure out which purpose best fits what your goal is. The next section that I want to talk through is questions to ask as you plan. So as you are planning this outreach event, here are some questions, almost like a checklist to go through. And these are basic, like some of them you'll need to dig a little deeper and spend a little more time on, but at least it gives you an overview of the kind of questions you need to be asking as you start planning these events. So the first one, what is our purpose? We just went through five possible purposes. You could use one of those purposes or you could use a different purpose, but you need to understand the why, the purpose of this event before you get into how you're going to do it. The next one, what ages will we serve? That's a good parameter to put on it. So for example, like if you're planning a respite event, you may target five-year-olds to 15-year-olds, or you may want to do one that is for young adults in your area. But that's one of the first decisions you need to make is what ages it will serve. 
Number three, what volunteer to participant ratio is doable? How many volunteers are you going to need to pull this off? Some of them, a couple of the ideas that we're going to talk about, you only need mm, two or three volunteers because the participants will stay with their families. But other ones, you may need almost a one-on-one -on -one student to volunteer ratio. You need to also ask if you need any specialized volunteers like a nurse and think through the plan for that. Number four, the fourth question to ask as you plan, will we include siblings and families? Now, of course, that's going back to what your purpose is for the event, how many volunteers you have available. But asking yourselves, are we going to include siblings and families is helpful to ask at this point. The next one, how will they register and what is the deadline? So you want to make that as easy on them as possible and make that communication really clear. We, we have a saying in our family, in our church, clear communication is kind. And especially for families who don't often come to church or aren't familiar with your church specifically, you want to over communicate so that they know what to anticipate, which lowers any resistance they have to coming. The next question, how will we advertise? You can use your social media. You may be able to advertise through the school district. You may rely on families in your church to just share with the families they know the invitation to come. But how we will advertise is a big part. And especially if your church does social media plans that out even like months in advance, you need to let them know what the expectations are for them to advertise it on their social media channels. The next question, what activities need to be planned, supplies bought, or food ordered? So a lot of that has to do with your budget. What is the budget for the event, and how are you going to meet the needs within the budget and stretch some of that to make sure that you have everything you need? The next one, which is really important, can we use this as a training opportunity? And so we often get people who want to be buddies or volunteers in our disability ministry, and we need opportunities to train them. And these events, especially like a respite event, is a great way for them to come in and shadow other volunteers to see what it looks like and then plug them in to helping on a more consistent basis on Sunday mornings. And then the last question, which is really helpful and often one that we forget, how will we follow up with the families? How will we continue to stay in contact with them? How will we meet needs that they have in the future? How will we invite them to our church services? So if your registration includes an email address for them, you can input them into an email uh, list. Your church probably has email lists that they use. You can make one specifically for special needs families and people with disabilities and then communicate with them on a consistent basis about what your church is offering and what they can be a part of. Okay, so now that we've talked through the questions to ask as you plan, let's talk through eight outreach event ideas. Now, the churches I've been a part of have tried all of these events to reach families and all of them have been a lot of fun. Some of them work better for certain seasons or even in certain parts of the country just based on weather. But remember, outreach events can serve different purposes. So think about your purpose as you plan your event and maybe add two or three of these ideas to your schedule in the coming school year. 
So number one, and probably the most popular, is respite events. So you, a respite event is inviting special needs families or people with disabilities into your church, into a location where you meet so that they come to your church, which is great. So they see what your church offers and they just have a really good time playing, hanging out, doing activities while mom and dad go and do whatever they want to do, whether it's date night or grocery shop or whatever they feel like they can do during that time. So we try to do these at our church four times a year and we kind of match it with a time that special needs parents would need some time together. So maybe that's uh, in early December or right around Thanksgiving so that they can do some Christmas shopping or maybe it's in February so they can get a Valentine's date. Maybe it's in the summer, <laughs> the the heart of the summer when school has been out and parents are needing a little bit of a respite break. So there are two organizations that help you plan and organize respite events. They are 99 Balloons and Nathaniel's Hope and I have links to both of those in the show notes at Key Ministry dot org slash podcast and you can check those out and see what they offer so you're not having to reinvent the wheel uh, as you plan respite events okay the next idea is a sensory friendly movie so if you have a movie theater in your town that maybe rents out the theater for like birthday parties or something like that early on a Saturday morning or at an off time, then maybe you can rent it and do a free sensory-friendly movie. Now, sensory-friendly movie means the lights are turned up a little bit and the sound is turned down and everybody there understands that it is okay if their loved ones need to get up or make some noise or stim. All of that is acceptable and welcomed in a space like that because you know you're all there to watch the movie in a sensory friendly way. So this is one that takes very few volunteers because the kids are staying with their parents. So when we've done this one, we do kind of a registration at the door where we just get their information, get their email addresses. And then we usually set up a table in the lobby because we're doing this in our town in a small locally owned theater. And so we can set up tables in the lobby that have coloring sheets and fidgets and noise reducing headphones, anything that they may need. So it works really well for us and it's a great way to serve the community. So the next one is very similar and that's renting out a bounce house. If you have a bounce house in your area, you can rent it usually early on a Saturday morning before they open and invite special needs families to come in and enjoy it in an environment where whatever their kids do is okay and welcome. The next one that we've done that I really love is a family photo session. It can be really hard for special needs families to get their pictures taken. Not every photographer is patient and accommodating. And so one thing we have done in the past was we had a special ed teacher at the high school who did photography on the side. And so we booked her and we rented a space at a park and then we had families sign up and they would come like in 15 minute blocks of time and get their pictures taken. You could also do it if your church has a photo backdrop for Christmas or Easter or Mother's Day or anything like that. You could offer a time like maybe the Saturday night before the Sunday morning service when everybody else is doing theirs. You could have somebody there available and taking pictures in that backdrop. So anything that kind of lowers the stress of getting family pictures taken is very helpful. And this is a good thing to do again in November or December so these families can use them on their holiday Christmas cards. 
Okay, the next one, a fall festival. This one, you can go pumpkin picking. You can kind of rent out a place and or have just a designated time where your families are going to be there and meet together. And sometimes it helps when you're out in public <laughs> to be with other families who understand the challenges or the sensory challenges of being there. So you can kind of feel less alone and less attention getting when you're not the only one there. And so a fall festival is a fun opportunity to go and be out in the community and provide that for your families or any families who have signed up and want to attend. Another one that's similar to that is seasonal produce picking. So depending on where you live, whatever kind of produce there is available, like for us, there's a nearby place where they pick strawberries. And so we could have a certain meeting time where we're all gonna be there at the same time and pick strawberries together. And that's a fun thing to do. The next one is a pool party or a splash pad party. So kind of renting that or reserving a certain time where your families are going to be able to be there. That is a fun thing to do. You can even rent a snow cone truck or some kind of food truck. And, and even if you have the budget for it, offer to pay for their lunch while they're there and really make it a fun experience. And then the last idea is specifically for mothers and caretakers, and it is a day of pampering. And so I did this at a church in Pennsylvania, and it was a lot of fun, and, and the women sign up ahead of time, and they come in, and there's a speaker and a lunch, and then they have services from people in the community like haircuts and manicures and facials and all of that kind of stuff so that the ladies really feel pampered. And then one of the things that was fun about it was that the men's ministry did like took our car keys like valet parking and then detailed our cars while we were enjoying the day of pampering so that was a lot of fun especially because they would often do it near the end of winter in Pennsylvania so our cars were covered with all of the grime and snow and all of that so it was really a blessing to have our cars cleaned while we were enjoying time together inside but also an encouraging message a good lunch and then a little bit of pampering so that is eight ideas that might help spark your own ideas for outreach events that would bless special needs families. Now, <laughs> I know we got through a lot of information today, but I hope it was helpful as you think about outreach ideas your ministry can plan in the coming months. Remember, all the show notes are at keyministry.org podcast, and the links are there along with the list that I shared. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure you subscribe in your favorite podcast app so you don't miss upcoming episodes from my co-host, Beth, Catherine, and Garrett. And if you're new to the idea of inclusion at church but want to know more, Key Ministry offers free consultations. Just email beth at keyministry.org to set up a time to chat. We are praying for you in this new school year of ministry. We're so thankful for all you do for families like mine and hope your church is able to reach even more with these purposeful outreach events.